0: Well, good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Janice M. from Massachusetts, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Well, today is Monday, May eleventh, two 2015. Today we're reading from the big book, Chapter 6 into Action, and we are going to start on page 82. The last paragraph is going to be read for context. And then we'll go to the next paragraph on page 83. And today's readers are Do L, Terry H, Sharon S.R.S. for the text, and the 12 steps, Joanne L., and the 12 traditions will be Anita L. Our share code um, for for Sunday, May 10th, 2015 a special edition meeting given by a recovered compulsive overeater entitled, If You're Trying, You Are Lying. The share code is 7541. OA Preamble, Overeaters Anonymous, is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating, from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Joanne L. to read the 12 Steps.
1: Good morning, Janice and everyone. Thank you for your service. I'm Joanne L., a recovered compulsive overeater from New Jersey. The 12 Steps of OA. One, 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for allowing me to do service. I pass.
0: Well, thank you, Joanne. Um, Before we have uh, Anita L. Read the Traditions, I Made a Mistake. Yesterday's special edition was entitled Searching for the Answer. That was Sunday, May 10th. Okay, Anita, I will now ask you to please read the 12 traditions.
2: Yes. Good morning, everybody. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can.
2: Okay, great. Thanks, Janice. Uh, Good morning. I'm Anita L. from Philadelphia area. The 12 Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop overeating or eating compulsively. Uh, Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: And thank you, Anita L. How our meeting works, our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today we resume our study in the Big Book in Chapter 6, and we're going to start for context um, on the last page, on the last paragraph on page 82. And at this time, um, we will ask Duell, please, to begin reading.
3: Good morning. Um, Can you hear me? All
0: right.
3: Yes, we can. It says, the alcoholic is like a tornado roaring his way through the lives of others. Hearts are broken. Sweet relationships are dead. Affections have been uprooted. Selfish and inconsiderate habits have kept the home in turmoil. We feel man is unthinking when he says that sobriety is enough. He is like the farmer who came up out of the cyclone cellar to find his home ruined. To his wife, he remarked, don't see see anything the matter here, Ma. Ain't it grand the wind stopped blowing? Yes, there is a long period of reconstruction ahead. We must take the lead, a remorseful mumbling that we are sorry won't fit the bill at all. We ought to sit down with the family and frankly analyze the past as we now see it, being very careful not to criticize them. Their defects may be glaring, but the chances are that our own actions are partly responsible. So we clean house with the family, asking each morning in meditation that our creator show us the way of patience, tolerance, kindness, and love. Good morning, uh, this is Duo, Recover Compulsive Overeater, and um glad to be here um here we're looking at the fact that you know we've we've been like that tornado um roaring in in the lives of others and making a mess of things and you know here we're still on the ninth step and we're making amends we're uh looking at this period of time as a reconstruction we're gonna the amends is you know, a promise of change in behavior. We're going to show through our actions um, that we're going to change um, what we have um, broken. And and it says here, and I love this sentence, it says, we ought to sit down with the family and frankly analyze the past as we now see it. Because, uh, you know, by this time, you know, from the fourth step to the ninth step, we should have, have changed Um because our outlook uh, was that we, as page 66 says, others were wrong as far as uh, most of us ever got. The usual outcome was people continue to wrong us and we stay sore. But we never looked at our part in it. And so here we're looking at our part. Where we, where have we been selfish, dishonest, self-seeking, and frightened? And we're going to look at our part in it and and leave the other person entirely out of it. And then we're not going to, you know, it's given us um, other, uh, other instructions here that says that we're not going to um, look at their part or criticize them, but we're going to look at our part, our glaring defects. And on, on page 62, it says that, you know, we invariably at some time in the past, we put in a, ourselves in a, in a place where we make decisions based on self where later we were hurt um but you know we invariably put ourselves in that position but now we're just leaving all that aside and we're just going to look at our part and one of the ways that we're going to do this is we're going to ask God again to help us with this because we know that we can't do it on on our own and on page 76 um we had the first first um nine steps um I'm sorry Page 77, we have the first um, nine-step prayer, but here's another prayer that we can use. Is a second nine-step prayer. It says, asking each morning in meditation that our Creator show us the same way of patient tolerance, kindliness, and love. And these are the principles that we're going to instill in our nine-step amends so that we could go out there and make these amends, because a lot of times we may not be in the right heart position to go out and make these amends. Um, but this will help us to get connected with God, to get connected with his will, to get connected with these people as we go and make these amends because saying sorry is not enough. We have to demonstrate it through our actions that we are sorry, that we have um, repented from from our wrongdoing. And, um, and so I'm just going to leave it there. With that, I pass.
0: Thank you so much, Do. Okay, who would like to comment on the second paragraph that Do read um, regarding that life um, needs reconstruction? Please.
4: Matt um, M. This is Bella, can I say?
5: Okay, we're going Not to have M.
0: Matt M. And then we're going to have Bella. And who else? Please C. Melissa C. We hear Matt M, Bella, and one at a time, if you could. Go ahead. Kim. Kim. Melissa can I hear Kim? C. Who is that? Speak up.
6: Melissa C. Thank okay, you. Okay,
0: good. Melissa C. Let's go with those first, and then we'll get the next group. Okay, Matt M, you're up.
4: Hi, can you hear me, Janice? I can. Hi, good morning, my fellow visionaries. This is Matt M, the Pulse of Over Eater from New Jersey on the East Coast over here. Yeah, um, this is so funny, this progress is being read because I'm starting to
7: underline a lot of this
4: in this, in this chapter. And it definitely went to action for a reason, you know. Is this starting to get where you separate the men from the boys and the girls from the women? Because um, sorry does not mean a lot, you know. I've said sorry so many times going up to my family, even recently to my friends when some of my old behaviors were coming up. And uh, it means nothing. Sorry is just a word, you know. It has to show that the actions. I have to follow it up by the actions that are behind that. Um, my, I have some very glaring defects um, that, that, that I see in others that, I, that are getting mirrored because I have the same ones. But, you know, what? it's about, it's, this, this process is about cleaning up my side of the street. And there's some of these amends that I, I don't want to make because I feel like the person's more wrong than me. But you know what? The biggest thing that I hear in myself is, do I want to be right or do I want to have peace? I want to have peace of mind peace of the soul and everything. And I love that last end of this, you know, the prayer that our Creator us the way of patience, tolerance, kindness and love. Because whatever I put out in the world, that's going to come back to me tenfold. You know, um, it's it's amazing. Uh, I want I want to um, be a uh, useful member of society. And to do this, you know, you have to go out and do these things. You know, it's not easy humbling myself or wanting to humble myself and some of the people that I, I'm I seeing on my list that are coming up. Uh, but, uh, I realized that, you know, it's, it's about trying to be a maximum service to them and countless others. And I gotta, I have to just basically, um, follow my pride. That's where a lot of this goes, you know, pride. Well, that, that's, what's the biggest glaring catch of these, that like pride is always in the, in the way of a lot of it. I'm not, I'm not the only one, you know. Um, I'm just grateful that, you know, just for today, I don't have to, um, do this alone, that I have a sponsor who's willing to take me through the process, and it's uncomfortable, but the more I stretch myself and the more I learn, the more I learn about myself and what I need to do to to get well, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Matt M. Bella, your turn, dear. Bella? Star 1 to unmute.
8: I'm sorry. I was talking to myself. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bella G, and I am a thankfully recovered compulsive overeater. Thank you, Janice, for doing this service, and thank you very much, everybody on the line. And frankly, analyze the past as we now see. it. Wow, such a freedom, such a peaceful, to be able to live the present. Yes, before program... I lived all the time in the past, in a depression mode. I was thinking about the future in an anxiety mode. Thank you, God, that now in the program I have the tools to live the present. And yes, in a different point of view, as we see it now, yes, now I don't want to forget the past, but I don't live the past. Yes, today I want to accept myself and I am not connected anymore to my ego, to my character defect. Yes, today I don't want to be a people pleaser and I don't want to prove that I have the power. Today I want to remember, yes, the past I did mistakes and yes, I am human and I want to change my behavior. Today I live the present with new believe. Yes, today I believe that I am connected to a loving and accepting power, not more, no more to my ego. Thank you for letting me share and I pass.
0: Well, thank you, Bella. Kim, it's your
9: turn. Good morning, Janice. Good morning, all. My name is Kim Jane. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from South Jersey. Yes, there is a long period of reconstruction ahead. We must take the lead. A remorseful mumbling that we are sorry won't fill the bill at all. You know, I have to say, I I never had a problem saying I'm sorry. I said sorry all the time. The problem was that I would say I'm sorry, and then I would go back and do the same exact behavior. You know, so I would say I'm sorry that I'm not showing up when I'm supposed to. And the next time I was supposed to show up, I just wouldn't show up we are letting us know here that we have to follow through. We acknowledge a wrong. We have to. This is a commitment that we're going to work on that and, and and make that amend. You know, I think to myself, I've had the same job for 14 years, and for nine years, my boss was exposed to someone who was in the disease and just being accident only in the disease and just being accident only. And for the last four and a half years, she's been exposed to recovery. I can still see in her eyes once in a while in a in a meeting where she's looking to me where. When's Kim going to start causing trouble? Where's that drama queen? Where's that person who stirs the pot? Because she has, I've been inconsistent up here you know, for the first 10 years she's known me and I've been consistent for the last four. So that's why I have to understand it's going to take a while for people to trust me. And my personal experience in a way was I would go in and out of relapse. So why would anyone believe I was going to change anyways? So I have to be clear on what my amends is. But I also have to follow through and make sure that I'm taking the actions that will correct that amendment And I just like to use this visual. You know, I'm from New Jersey. and Superstorm Sandy. went running through my, my uh, state in, uh, I think it, I'm trying to think of what year it was. those it was in October. And I remember being so angry when in January the Congress was debating whether they should give aid to New Jersey. And some, some congressmen who were from other parts of the country were saying, Oh, come on, you don't need the money now. It was three months ago. You should be over it. Get over it. That was three months ago. When you don't know the devastation that, that the Jersey Shore went through, and it was going to take a long period of reconstruction for that shore to be built up. And I have to tell you, three, four years later, that shore is not built up. It's the same with us. The devastation that we've done in our families, we have to acknowledge it's going to take a long period of reconstruction. And I know for myself, I would hurt somebody, and they would bring it up and like, oh, get over it. Get over it. I did that, that was two weeks ago that I did that to you. Get over it. I have to understand that it's going to take a while for people to trust what I'm doing. I have to understand that my actions are going to have to back up my words for people to believe me. And that's going to take a while. And that while is going to mean I'm going to have to be consistent in my actions. And with that, I pass.
0: And thank you, Kim G. Okay, Melissa C., it's your turn.
6: Hi, good morning. This is Melissa Stay recovered post of over here in New York. And um, you know, the notion of um taking the lead, what does that mean? That means um I have to um I have to model what it is that I want to see in my family. I have a, a very important role as um being the family member that's having recovery. And so um I am the message for my family, and um, but my message has to come through my actions. And, you know, the patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love. Well, what am I, tolering? What am I being tolerant of and what am I being patient of? Um, it's
0: other people
6: messing up as well. I-
0: can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Please let oh, go. Okay. Star one oh. to mute. Yes, go ahead, dear. Go ahead, Martha. I-
6: Okay, okay, I was hearing some noise. I wasn't sure if it was, uh, how it was being heard. But, you know, so when it, when it speaks of being tolerant and patient and loving, it, I, and it must mean that there's other behaviors that um, are still going to be the old way. Just because I've turned over a new leaf and I'm looking to change, you know, I've caused a lot of harm in my family. Um, and, and so everybody is used to playing a particular role. And um, so I can't just say I'm sorry for, for my bad behavior, um, for my tantrums and ranting and raving. And then when I see my children having their, their little temper tantrums, um, I need to be patient and loving towards that because that's what I modeled for them for so long. And, um, and so, you know, it, it again reminds me of my um, where I am in this play of life, and that I'm assigned in a, a role. I am not the director, and so I can't force everybody to get on board with my way. But my actions have a very powerful impact on my family, and um, and I do see that, and I'm so grateful. You know, yesterday was Mother's Day. I'm so grateful to be. This
0: kind of mother, and um, thank you with that, And thank you, Melissa C. Who else would like to comment on the first paragraph on page eight? Carol
6: G. Rachel W. Larry. Rachel
0: W. (laughs) Vasa. Monica. Carol. Was it Carol G. In the first one? I'm all mixed up now. Larry. Carol G or C? Larry, Monica, Vasa, Rachel W. Okay, let's do Sally and Rachel W for now. Carol G, is it?
10: Yeah, Carol okay, G. Okay,
0: good. Carol G, of course. Larry, and then Larry will be up. Go ahead, Carol.
10: Oh, thank you, Janice. It's Carol G recovered one day at a time. Thank you, Morning Vision for you. I have this paragraph um, earmarked as unity. This is where I see unity. This is where tradition one applies to my family. It's, it's like tradition one applies to my family at this point because I have to readdress my position in the household. Um, with a sober mind now and a, an awakened spirit, I now have to look at my common, our common welfare. And that our common welfare as a family has to come first, not Carol's welfare which is usually what normally happens in the household. And so when it got to this point in the work, it was time for me to frankly analyse with my family members the role I have played and the obsessive script writing that I was always interested in, um, my high expectations of everyone and how I expected them to deliver all the things that I wished them to deliver. And, and basically, I look at it and I think to myself, you know... As a compulsive overeater, I've spent most of my life in isolation. I can be in the same room as you, but I'm not there. I'm somewhere else in my mind. In the past, I would have been in my mind thinking about when I was going to eat and what I wasn't going to eat, and today it can be just just mulling around with something completely of not of no consequence really. Um, so I've always preferred to be alone and to sort of like eat without <coughs> interference and spend time with people without interference. So i've really had to readdress this balance because i am not just partly responsible i i mainly really am responsible because i've been the main person uh, in the household and have and led the way in in many ways and i know that i wouldn't be alive today if it wasn't for the for the uh OA and the uh the phone calls and the support that i get from everyone but i had to get to a point where i said to everyone What is it that you want from me now? And they all said, we'd like you to show up for us more than your OA friends. And I was a bit horrified about that. So I even had to take that on board and say, okay, then, um, what times would you like me to not take phone calls? Um, And just do practical things. So I love how the creator then showed me how I could be tolerant and kind of everyone else's points of view and not always try to put myself first anymore. Thanks so much, and I pass.
0: And thank you, Carol G. Larry
7: Kaye, it's your turn. Janice, thank you for your service. Um, this is Larry Kaye, recovered compulsive reader from Chicago. I'm going to zero in on the um, you know, where it where it talks about, you know, so we clean house with the family, asking each morning in meditation that our creator show us the way of patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love. And what happens, you know, for me is is through these steps. God is going to, is going to somehow enable me to be able to do that because I couldn't do that, uh, previously. I, I, I just, I, I wanted, I wanted to be more patient, tolerant, uh, more kind to others. And I could, you know, for periods of time, um, like diving, you know, I could do that for periods of time. I could be, um, more tolerant, more patient. Um, I could show a kindness to another person here and there. and um But, you know, it was only through these steps and the continuation of this process through the steps, working them every day that God is going to enable me to be more of that type of person every day. And acceptance, you know, goes a step beyond tolerance. You know, it, it, um, it's interesting. You know, we move beyond merely trying to be fair and objective (laughs) towards the opinions and behaviors of others. I mean, that's, you know, um, to be a little bit more tolerant, um, you know, that, that, that I could do perhaps, um, but can I get to a place of acceptance where I'm no longer attempting to change you or protest the fact that you are the way you are? And, you know, where tolerance is a virtue, sort of a, a version of the golden rule, you know, do unto others as we wish them to do to, you know, towards us some variation of that acceptance goes so much further. And that's what this program has, has, uh, has done for me. That's what God has done for me. You know, can I, it, it I accepts you and your actions as being precisely where they need to be today. You know, without having any desire to change you, I have no power over you, nor do I have any desire to change you. You have a God and I'm not it, you know, and, uh, and, and that job's taken. I need to remind myself of that. You know, we finally moved to a place of deeper understanding. And that's really where I want to get is that place of deeper understanding to to say this is where you are and, and I don't get to, I do not get to set the agenda for you and nor do I wish to anymore. That's the big thing we say, like, I don't even want the food anymore. I don't want to change you anymore. As much as I would feel much more comfortable if you were like me, because that would always make make us feel more comfortable right um, I don't I don't want to change you you're precisely where you need to be today and I believe even if you don't I believe that you have a higher power of your own understanding that will in time you know will change you uh, the way God wants you to be and today I can just accept also myself and say that you know cannot God can I be of maximum service to you and to others will you will you do that for me today and i know in my heart that god will show me how uh, to be of service to others and that's a beautiful place to be that's why this program is uh, is so uh th- there's a miracle in this program to be restored with that i'll pass thanks
0: okay larry thank you okay monica t it's your turn
11: good morning janice good morning everyone my name is monica t and i am a recovered compulsive overeater so here we are in step nine And uh, we're told here that um, there's going to be a long period of reconstruction ahead and reconstruction, rebuilding, making over. And then I had another little note in my book here that, you know, recovery is a process, not an event. And they're going on and they're talking about the family. You know, how how, um, crazy it is that the people that we love the most are the ones we hurt the most. And they're telling us here that we have to clean our house here. We have to change. Uh, Step nine is about changing and the way we we behave and think. And, you know, the hardest place is with the people we live with every day, our families. And it says to be careful not to criticize them. And, uh, you know, and asking each morning in meditation that our creator show us the way of patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love. And thank God that, you know, we have all these prayers. By this time, I've got a contact with a higher power that he can. I ask him for the help, and it's a done deal. You know, I signed his contract with him in step seven. But i got to remember to pray and ask. And another little prayer I frequently say here is, you know, bless them, change me. And I will frequently say, you know, they're sick too, Monica. Monica, keep your mouth shut. Do you have to be right all the time? And, you know, I don't have to be right all the time now anymore. It's not about that anymore. It's about love. It's about caring. Um, and the other little thing that frequently uh, a nice little saying is, you know, you may be right. What a concept. You know, and I don't have to go into uh, uh, getting on a little hamster wheel back into a little cycle of I'm right, you're wrong, I know, da 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 da. You know, all that did was bring me restlessness, irritableness, and discontentment. I don't have to do that anymore, thank God. And if I do mouth off, which occasionally it still happens, I'm a crazy woman, I have stepped then. Thank you, God. And with that, I pass.
0: And thank you, Monica T. Okay,
12: Vasa, it's your turn, Vasa O. Yes, I'm here. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Thank you, Janice, for your service. And I am Vasa O, grateful, recovered, Compulsive Overeater calling from Massachusetts. And step nine, with amends, making amends. And uh, I always remember uh, it was agreed at the beginning we would go to any length for victory over alcohol, and I made that contract with God, and I made God a promise when I put the food in God's hands, and I would do whatever it takes to to keep the food down, so I agreed that we will i would uh take the solution that's written here in the in the big book, the steps, the way they are laid out, even though at times it seems so hard, so difficult, I didn't want to do it. But again, I made that contract, that commitment, that I I would go to any length. And I did, and I still do. I don't want to go back ever there. So, and, um, yeah, and I, in my prayers every morning, I surrender to God, and I ask him to give me the love, the understanding, the tolerance for, for myself and for others. And uh, again, God is, recon- he is molding me. He's shaping me to the person that he wants me to be, not that the person that I want to be, because I couldn't. I tried for years to change myself. Not just just with the food, with everything else, I couldn't by myself. I needed my higher power, I needed the twelve steps, and gradually it started happening. And I love the ninth prayer. I'm just going to read it quickly. Uh, higher power, I ask your help for the right attitude to make amends, being even being ever mindful not to harm others into the process. I ask you, uh, your guidance in making indirect amends. Most important, I will continue to make amends by staying abstinent, helping others, and growing in spiritual progress. Thank you for letting me share, and I pass.
0: Okay, thank you. We're going to go to, is it Rochelle? Rochelle next. I 1 to unmute.
13: Were you looking for Rachel W.?
0: Yes, I'm sorry, Rachel W. No problem. Yes.
13: Th- thank you, Janice. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for your service Good. and everyone that's here on the line today. Um, I just wanted to focus in on the sentence, their defects may be glaring, but the chances are that our own actions are partly responsible. You know, I'm I'm relating a lot to this metaphor of the tornado. Um, I grew up in southern Illinois, and we used to have tornado drills where we would go under our desks in fear, you know, and and thinking, you know, oh, what would it be like, you know, to have this tornado coming through the town? And, um, you know, I have to remember that's probably what it was like for people who knew me, you know, um, taking cover, you know, um, way back when. so how does it, how does it happen that, that this process to take me, you know, someone like me who was so into the food that it was like, you know, literally pulling off an oxygen mask just to put it down. Um, you know, having tears in my eyes, you know, telling my sponsor, like, I, I can't live without this food. You know, you're, you're, you're literally taking me off my life support. Um, coming from that to someone who could actually uh, sit down, look across the table, and see someone clearly enough to know that um, they have the character defects, you know, for me to know myself so well that I could actually see someone else. So, so I have to, you know, the, the, what this process does and what, what it's done and, and um, what I've seen it do for other people, that's key. You know, the reason I'm here is because of all of, you know, you warriors out there, all the people who've paved the path before me, because I know it can happen. So so I know that when I put my trust in God, as I've always done, I've always been a spiritual person, but, you know, this program has really launched me into a whole nother level of, of trust. You know, so if I really trust god that he put me here into this process you know go through this process put the food down become honest use my fellows use my sponsor reach out and come to a point where i actually could sit by across from someone else see their defects and and just appreciate them for who they are and understand their limitations and understand there's only so much i could expect out of this situation and and i think most importantly understand that uh, very often i had co-created the situation to begin with so um you know, just, just, I'm just marveling now, you know, at the, at the uh, concept, the idea that someone who, you know, like me, who is so in the food is so gone and a tornado where people were actually taking cover, most likely, you know, when I entered the room, to someone who actually has such beautiful relationships today and, and has a completely different take on life and, and just completely different connection, you know, to myself and to God and to my fellows. So um, I just want to thank you so much for letting me share and um, wishing everyone a great day. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. At this time, would anyone else like to uh, comment on that uh, first paragraph on page 83?
5: This would be Paula D. May I comment? Leah.
0: Yes, of course, Paula D. and Leah. Anyone else?
5: Sarah
0: W. And Sarah W. Nice. And anybody else? All right. We'll go with those three. Paula D., it's your turn.
5: And thank you. And this would be Paula D., (laughs) Grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Today, it says here, and I'll read it as it is. We must take the lead. A remorseful mumbling that we are sorry won't fill the bill at all. Now, why why won't it fill the bill? It won't pay the bill. It was used so many times as was said. It it didn't fill the bill because they knew it wasn't paid because it would happen again, and they were right. It did. I'm sorry. Behavior didn't change. The words were the same. And so was the behavior. You know, as I read this, and I did read it, and I lived it, and so did those that were living with me. But look at what it says. Look at the change. We now see it. Being very careful. Now look at that. How do you pet a porcupine? Carefully. That's what you do. Not to criticize them. And I love this. Their defects may be glaring.
8: Oh, I, of course.
5: That's not what I was looking at. That's what I was looking at. Not on, No longer. But the chances are that our own actions are partly responsible. Can you take at least a pot, Paula? That makes you see differently, doesn't it? Then it said, and I like this, the, the way the ending each morning... Each morning, each new day, as today is, in meditation, they're the time spent with our Creator. Show us the way, and this is what we ask, the way of patience, tolerance. Wow. Take Mr. Webster along here. Read each one, what it truly, truly means. Kindliness and love. Wow. Now that's the way to start a day. Thank you for allowing me to share with that. I do pass.
0: Thank you Paula D. Leia M, it's your turn.
14: Thanks so much Janice for your service. Good morning everybody. It's Leia M, recovered compulsive overeater. We ought to sit down with the family and frankly analyze the past as we now see it, being very careful not to criticize them. Um I mean, there's so much to unpack in this paragraph, you know, as we now see it. You know, what what is the whole goal here, the aim, the objective of the program of recovery is to allow me to have a new vision, <laughs> a new vision. Every day is a day when I must carry the vision of whose will, Leah's will, no, not Leah's will, God's will into all of my activities. So as I now see it, I'm trying to look um, at others through the prism of, this program of recovery through the principles, through being dominated by God's world, not my own little narrow world, uh, through the prism of patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love. You know, in in disease, um, you know, only my perspective... Counted only my thoughts you know were to be considered, my attitude had to be predominant uh, in a situation today, the program of recovery in this process uh, you know in step nine we we press in you know leaning into God, what is God, what is my higher power? want from me in this situation? How should I behave in this situation? Because the text teaches us to get over drinking, to get over compulsive overeating will require transformation of thoughts and attitudes. So where is my mind supposed to go? It's supposed to transcend my intellect. It's supposed to be a spirit guided mind. Because as long as I maintain the victim role, the victim stance, you know, that my way is the only way, I would remain emotionally and spiritually sick. And as soon as I started taking Taking responsibility and step nine is where we start taking responsibility for our behavior and how it impacts other people Uh, taking responsibility for the way I perceived my vision, the way I used to feel and the way I used to behave, I started becoming spiritually healthy. Slowly, slowly, the light turned on and became brighter through this process and ever so slowly, I began to see and accept the truth of how my behavior and how my attitudes impacted other people and gradually, gradually, uh, those old ways begin to disintegrate. It's a process and, and and a new vision became evident um, because peace can only be made by those who are peaceful. I used to be always focused on the outside world when I was, in, when I was disturbed and restless instead of focusing on the fact that I was disturbed. Today, I, had a, I have a program and I began to be able to utilize this program where I can become undisturbed. And we ask each morning in meditation, so we're, we're asking, the purpose of prayer and meditation is to clear all that mental uh, debris, um, you know, and, and and clear my mental and spiritual vision to let God's truth make its full and proper impact on my mind and my heart so that when I do interact with these other people, husband, children, neighbors, etc., parents, that it comes from where it comes from God. And hopefully it it is aligned with patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love. And with that, I pass. Thanks so much.
0: And thank you, Leah M. Sarah W. It's your turn.
15: Good morning, Janice. Thank you for your service today. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sarah W., Grateful, Recovered, Compulsive, Overeater. There is a lot in this paragraph. Uh, I was thinking to myself, um, You know, some of us have had a, um, you know, not to compare, but uh, have done more damage than others. Some of us have really done a lot of abuse, physical, emotional, spiritual, to our families. I know myself, I have participated in a lot of that with my children. Um, And it it takes a lot of practice, you know, but as was said, uh, you know, going back to the idea that I did make a partnership way back in step three, you know the idea in my in my head was that somehow some way I was going to try to do God's will and that I was going to uh believe I'd made this decision that um that I would partner with God and that you know I would allow God to walk with me through this life that I wasn't going to to demand have demands on people and I was thinking about behaviors and and thinking and you know it's it's all about practice and what we put in our heads you know if i put a lot of program in my head and i put a lot of positive and a lot of um you know if if my thought goes to a negative and then instead i see i see that person through my higher power's eyes and say you know i've done that same thing or and and pause with that you know cuz i think the pause has been so incredibly difficult for me Uh, to pause and to also practice. So, you know, I've heard it said pause, ponder, and pray, but I like also uh, pause and and practice, practicing new behaviors. And I'm not going to do it perfectly. You know, these things have been deep-rooted. I'm 58 years old. Um, I've done behaviors for a long time. That doesn't give me license to continue. And, you know, I have to uh, forgive others and forgive myself in this, in this part of the steps. So uh, I'm, I'm still a work in progress, and I'm, I, I, I have to truly come to my higher power in the morning, as it says, uh, first thing, and say, you know, guide me through the day, help me to show these beautiful principles through my, my behaviors and in my life. And, um, and it happens. It happens. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much.
0: Okay. Thank you, Sarah W. Okay. Would anyone else like to continue with this um, this paragraph? Star 1 to unmute.
16: Sharon H. in Colorado.
0: Okay. Sharon, anybody else? We can take another one if there is. Okay, Sharon, please go ahead.
16: Oh, thank you, Janice. This is Sharon H., recovered compulsive overeater in Colorado. <clears throat> excuse me, in Colorado. And um, this paragraph, boy, it is packed full. And um, yes, there is a long period of reconstruction ahead, and we must take the lead. A remorseful mumbling that we are sorry won't fill the bill at all. We ought to sit down with the family and frankly analyze the past. As we now see it, being very careful not to criticize them. And that's our step nine to our family, um, which is... You know, where so much of the debris and the damage has taken place. And so I am just so grateful that these few um, sentences let us know exactly how we are to do that with our family. And then what I see is we begin then this process of living daily after we've cleaned up the path with the family in steps 10. 11, and 12, because our, <clears throat> our daily reprieve is contingent on us continuing to see our defects and be willing to make it right in the moment. So that's step 10. Uh, their defects may be glaring, but the chances are that our own actions are partly responsible. So we continue to clean house with the family. And then in step 11 we ask each morning in meditation that our creator show us the way of patience, kindness, tolerance and love that was so missing and that's step 11 on a daily reprieve basis. And then we practice 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 these new this new design of living which is rooted by God's grace in how to be patient, tolerant, kindly, and loving in all situations and in all circumstances, regardless of what the other person is doing. Um, I just think this is a beautiful paragraph because it just packs it all in uh, the past and then what we do on a daily basis to keep practicing, as Sarah said, practice, practice, practice these new behaviors. And with that, I pass. Thanks.
0: And thank you, Sharon H. I'm just going to put a couple of cents, two cents in here. My name is Janice M., and I am a grateful recovered compulsive overeater. Reconstruction, it does say long period. It doesn't say short period. So our expectations have to be it's going to take time. But, you know, this whole process is about my higher power. Everything is about God because I could never do this without this higher power. Remember, in step two, that started me on my journey, on my journey to a spiritual life. What is the reconstruction of my life? Ooh. It's the changing of my personality. How can I do that? I could never do that. Um, So it's all about my God to change my life, like it was said. It's the prime goal in my recovery so that I won't take that first bite one day at a time. You know, and this task for me has been coming to meetings, of course, having a sponsor, but mainly um, working through these steps. And, of course, the fellowship, all right, um, because I know it works. <laughs> you know, um, it started. This, this is the final stage of the initial steps. And without the guidance, like I, like we said, the third step, without the guidance and strength of my higher power, I know it would be impossible to proceed through this various stages of reconstruction. I call God my architect. When we build a building, it takes sometimes you know a long time for me it's long long time and um God is my architect I am his worker and then he's going to reconstruct me to someone that i he wanted me to be and so uh, if you could, yeah. uh, and so um with that I'm going to pass all right thank you i want to thank everyone who shared, we will now close with the reading from the big book. Terry H., would you be uh, available to read 164 followed by the serenity prayer?
8: Yes,
9: thank you, Janice. Good morning, Vision View. Terry H., Recovered Compulsive Overeater from Maine. Our book is meant to be suggested only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick.